right, welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. This is a fitness edition of Yakuza Kick Radio. I wanted to get into this. Um, this was requested by some people, so I figured I wanted to go in and, you know, maybe some people benefit from the things I have to say, things I've experienced, and, um, you know, my knowledge about fitness. Now, as I've always said, I'm not trained in any kind of, you know, physical fitness. I'm not... Um, a personal trainer. I'm not certified in any way, shape or form, but I've taken myself from being an addict and uh, a guy who wasn't very physical to a guy who's a, a pretty well-tuned athlete. I, I would have to say for 42 years old, about seven to 8% body fat, depending on the day, I guess. Um, and I really push myself far physically. I'm able to do a lot of things that I'd say probably your average 42 year old isn't. Um, so a couple things I want to go over, you know, from the start, um, as far as getting started with fitness, I'm, I'm more speaking to people who haven't gotten going yet and are looking for some kind of tips and pointers along the ways. Like if you're starting off a clean slate, maybe some things that I'm saying will help you out. I don't think, you know, your top notch, you know, well-trained athlete needs to hear anything I'm saying. So, First things first, and I'll probably repeat this a couple times during this episode, but compete with yourself and only yourself. Never look at what somebody else is doing and compare yourself to them or expect yourself to compete at somebody else's level. That's that's not going to do you any good. That, that's never going to be the formula to your success. You'll continue to make progress on what you're doing as long as you're focused on what you're doing and only what you're doing. Um, my recommendation, stop putting things off, stop procrastinating, um, do something right now. If you listen to this and you're looking to get started, don't talk about tomorrow. Don't talk about next week, uh, January 1st, whatever the date time is or anything like that, that does you no good. So if you're not doing anything, you haven't been doing anything physical, uh, do me and yourself a favor right now, just fucking do three squats, three total squats, do three total push-ups. do three total sit-ups. I don't care if that shit takes you the next three hours and you do one push-up per hour and you do one squat per hour and you do, you know, just one of these things each hour. At the end of that day, you will have accomplished more than you did yesterday if you've done nothing. And now the next time you do it, now tomorrow, try to top that. Whether you try to do those things in less amount of time or whether you try to do more of them. Ideally, you know, you're looking to really make progress. You're looking to push yourself. So I'm exaggerating in saying to do, you know, one push up in an hour. But I'm saying no matter how long it takes, no matter how small an effort you put out, if it's bigger than the last effort or lack thereof that you put out, you're already accomplishing something. And you build off of that. Nothing is too small to start with. And that's why I say compete with yourself and nobody else. If you start off with three pound weights and do a full regiment as if you were just, you know, you're hitting, you know, whether you're hitting chest that day, whether you're hitting arms, you're doing three, four exercises per body part. And you do that with three pound weights. It's just above just your own body weight and moving your arms up and down. That's something. And little by little, you, you notch up on that. Now, maybe you're going from three, five, three pound weights and going, this isn't even doing nothing. But it's doing something. It's doing more than you were doing. And then maybe the next time you get five pound weights and things like this. Um, I highly, highly recommend a fitness app. Tracking your progress will continue to push you to make more progress because you'll see exactly what you accomplished when you log in your stuff. I use FitBod. Um, it's $50 a year. And um, I mean, they'll actually give you workouts on there. You can tell them what you're trying to accomplish, your weight, your this and that, what kind of equipment you have. They have full on just body weight exercises where you don't need any equipment at all, and they'll put it right on there. And maybe there's something on there. Um, maybe you'll see good mornings on there, which if you don't know, good mornings is like you're going to put weights on your shoulders as if you're doing a squat, 
and you're going to lean all the way forward like you're touching your toes and then stand back up. That's really rough on the lower back. So maybe you have a bad lower back. You see good mornings on that thing. And they have like little video tutorials right on that exercise too. So you could go, well, what the hell is that? You look at the thing and you go, you know, maybe you try it once, you know, try, try to, you know, do these things. Some of these things will start off uncomfortable, but you'll be able to work yourself up to doing them properly. If you look at that and you go, there's no fucking way, or you try it once and be like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to be in the hospital if I do this thing. You could swipe on it and it'll tell you to either replace it with another exercise that hits the same muscles or just delete it. And then maybe you want to add something else to that. Now, keep in mind, if you're doing this type of thing, you always want to push yourself. You always want to strive to strengthen the parts you're weakest at. So try to do some kind of altered version of the things that are the hardest to you and work up to doing the standard version of that. Because that's, you know, you might see that um, obviously there's multiple ways to work out. Um, if you're doing body parts and you go like, I hate leg day, learn to fucking love leg day. Make sure that that becomes something that you push yourself harder at because that's the hardest day. Just because, you know, biceps are your fun day or whatever you're doing Make sure you do not leave that leg day alone. You know what I mean? Because you, you, you know you'll you'll wind up disproportionate, and um, it, it just won't do you any good as far as pushing yourself to the next level. All your progress is going to come outside of your comfort zone. You know, if you find one thing that you like to do and you do it over and over and over and over and over and over, you're really not going to make any physical progress. That's that's your area of strength to begin with. We're trying to strengthen the things that you're not strong at just yet. Um, so that's, that's my definite recommendation is, is get a fitness app. Um, like I said, $50 a year. I mean, it's kind of your own personal trainer and then you could touch base with different people. You know, you could hit touch base with me and I'll tell you different things that you could do and you could add to that. You look right up on FitBod, you put it into your little thing, you create your own workouts and, and do that. Um, let me see. Fuck gadgets. Gadgets don't ever do that. Okay. So what I mean by that is you're going to go and you're going to see this ab machine and you're going to go, Oh wow, this guy's ripped. Oh, that looks fun or that looks easy. And a lot of it is made to catch your attention. And you look at this, this machine or this, this, uh, contraption that they've come up with in all the ads seen on TV and this and that, and then different Facebook ads you're going to get left and right. Look at the motion that's being done. A lot of times the motion that's being done can be recreated with things that you already have in your house. You know, um, there's the, again, the ab machines, very, very simple. You know, there, um, some that work off of like a plank premise, get planks into your workout for sure. Um, from the plank position, which is pretty much you're going to go down on your forearms and straight straight across like a push-up position. Only, like I said, instead of being up on your hands, you're going to be down on your forearms. Just stay in that position. Set a little timer in front of you. Another thing I like to use, um, I haven't used it in a minute, but um, a good timer app is like Seconds. It's called Seconds. I think there's Seconds Pro that has like no ads or whatever. And... Um, you set your little timer or even, you know, you don't even need an app. Actually, again, um, FitBod has a built-in timer on your planks if you want to use that. Um, just set your timer on your planks and just try to just try to hit your mark. You know, okay, you want to do 20-second uh, planks. Do 20 seconds. A and then, okay, well, shit, you survived that. I try to do 30 next time. And you just keep bumping it up, bumping it up. You get really used to those planks. Now you try to occasionally lift one arm up like a broken plank. Now your body is forced to stabilize the rest of your, your body by doing these things. So little by little, you can strengthen different parts of your body by just holding, you know, a certain position that's not normal to you and doing things like that. And that's very low impact, low to no impact, um, which is, you know, another good starting point. It's like a DDP yoga. Because that does teach you a lot of those different things like that. And, it, you know, it engages different muscle groups and, you know, um, definitely helps strengthen your core a whole lot, too, which is going to help you, you know, balance out, you know, through all sorts of different movements and things that you're not used to. Um, I started to do the DDP yoga for a bit. I'm unable to keep interested in it. Um, 
and it's not to say that it's a bad program by any stretch of the imagination, but like I'm hard to keep on board with things. Um, I get bored with it or, um, yeah, it, it's something about it. I'm just not able to stay focused on it because what it is, is uh, DDP yoga will want you to start to do one disc and they'll want you to do that disc for a couple weeks, same thing every week and just keep on it. And you'll continue to get better at these movements You'll get better extension on these different uh, positions. You'll, um, you'll, your body will strengthen, and and it's a very gradual process, and a very good program to, for starters. It's going to engage a lot of muscles, and for me, all it did is it just jump started me. So when I started doing it, all the way at the beginning of me, like really getting like into the fitness thing, it it strengthened my muscles just enough to just go, okay, now you need to get in the gym now. And then once I did, I was like, all right, see you later, DB Yoga. You know, if I could balance all of these things and put them all into the in, into my routine, it's uh, it would be very beneficial. So I definitely recommend the DDP Yoga. Um, I think when I first ordered it, because I legitimately bought it, despite the fact that you can download it online if you look at some of the uh, torrent sites and things. But um, I uh, I bought it. And it comes with like eight discs or something, the the whole initial program. I, I think I probably got into like maybe four discs. And the fourth one was probably like pretty much out of my <laughs> out of my league. You know, there, there's things that, uh, you know, you really got to work up to. But anyway, um, yeah, that that's a good starting point. You know, that's that's one of those things. Again, low to no impact. Um, and, you know, they have modified positions you know you'll see they'll show you ddp in the regular position uh they'll have arthur or whoever the fuck over there in the extreme position very advanced position and then they'll have the chick or whoever in a modified position which is you know where your starting point's going to be if you you know need to work up to what they're doing so um that that i you know again recommend for that um but again, nothing is too small. The smallest thing that you do is bigger than you doing nothing. So you do the smallest thing. Like I said, do it right now. Listen to this fucking podcast and then go do three squats. And if you didn't do three squats yesterday, you're already winning. You're ahead of the fucking game. And that's it. Don't worry about like you're going to see motherfuckers putting the world on their back and doing fucking 20 squats. It's like That's not you. That has nothing to do with you at all. It's not even in the same realm. You don't, you don't got to worry about that at all. If you keep your head down and you focus before, you know, people are going to be asking you how you did it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what you got to know. I mean, I, I've done the same thing. I've been in the gym and you see people pushing fucking weights and you start to grab little higher numbers and shit like that. Eh, fuck. You ain't impressing these motherfuckers. And before you know it, you're pushing something and somebody's looking at you and you could tell by the same looks. That's, that's the look that you walked in with. You were looking at them like, Oh shit, look at this fucking guy. You know, a year down the road of just keeping yourself focused on yourself, people are looking at you like, look at this fucking guy. So that's that's what your your goal is, you know. So, um, you know, that that that's what I recommend, you know, really, really focus on yourself. Um, also, bet on yourself. Plan to train alone. If you can get somebody. If you can get somebody who is more driven than you are. Um, that's probably the only way you want to really, um, train with someone or attach yourself to somebody else's training is if they're far more driven than you. And the only thing that they could bring to the table is to inspire you. Because if you and another person go in and you're kind of trying to make some progress and this and that, and then they fall off, that's going to, that's going to knock you down. That's going to discourage you. You know, your whole system is you and that person. And when that person falls off, you fall off. And it's, it's not, it's not beneficial to you. You got to train selfishly. You got to train for you and for nobody else. So plan to train alone. Um, training overall, um, will put you in a lot of positions that is awkward. It's, um, you know, where, 
everybody's going out to get a bite to eat after work, but your regiment is you train after work. Well, you're going to have to go like, I'll meet you guys over there in an hour because I got to go put my work in. And if you're okay with that, if you, if you lock yourself in the mentality is I have plans on these days that I train, that's it. No, no negotiating. No, well, well, I'll go over there. So I won't train tonight. Da, da, da. You, you got to lock into that's your plans and you crush it no matter what, you know, and, and you just meet up with whoever, do whatever, you know, but this is why also you got to be very specific about your training. You got to map out your training for when it's going to work for your schedule. The most often, like straight up, this is what I'm doing. This is what I have to do. I'm going to knock it out. And then that's that. You know, um, what I've been doing, um, so, so basically, all right. Um, you want to cover, cover all your muscle groups, all of them. Um, so again, the fit bod thing, this isn't an advertisement for it. I hear they're starting to advertise on podcasts, which is crazy. Cause I was talking about fit bod before they started sponsoring people, which is fucking, you know, um, but anyway, I, um, you go on there and it'll give you like a whole, um, you know, diagram of your body and it'll show you all the muscle groups and this and that. And you can go through every one of them and make sure you work out every one of those. Um, now what I've been doing lately is I've been doing full body workouts and I've been working out only three days a week, but I'm putting full body workouts in all three of those days. So I'm hitting every muscle every day, which is a lot. You know, it's like you, you feel sore in your arms. You feel sore in your legs. Two days later, you're hitting it again. Yeah, that's it. So I'm working Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. That's, that's my system. And, um, and occasionally I'll, uh, I'll jump off and I'll do a week of just body part training. So then I'll do, you know, chest and tries on Monday and, you know, so, and, and again, you knock off these, especially the major muscle groups. Um, a lot of the major muscle groups, you're going to hit those smaller muscle groups while you're hitting those, you know, major muscle groups. So your biceps, your triceps, your back, um, your shoulders, legs, um, chest, you know what I mean? Like you, you're going to. You're going to hit a lot of other things while you're hitting those things. Um, you know, and there's various parts of the legs too. So, I mean, you could be hitting just hamstrings one day and you could hit quads another day. But again, I, I've really felt very, very happy with the training that I'm doing this three day a week training. And, um, I've seen great progress and I've been able to keep myself consistent on it in a way that, um, it's been harder to do. I mean, I, I was, consistently crushing it in the gym but some weeks i would hit five days some weeks i would hit two days and you know it, so much went into how my day went what the schedule for the night was you know and, and you know or the kids have this or this and this so i you know it just became like schedule changed so regularly that the consistency on the schedule was never you know legit I was getting working, but it just wasn't consistent. So now it's, it's fucking, it, it's no playing around Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that's it. So go in on Monday, rest Tuesday, go in on Wednesday, rest Thursday, go in on Friday and know that I need to put every single bit. Now, every day I go out there, I really try to just put it all in because, you know, again, we're training three days. So we're making those three days count. I'm putting everything I got at those three days. Now, Friday, I try to even hit harder. Hit, like anything I did all week, I try to go even further, you know, and because that that way I know I got two days to rest. Um, so, you know, I got I got this weekend and the weekend, you know, shit, man, two days in a row feels feels great. But in the same token, you hit it hard enough that, you know, that you need those two days. Um, muscle confusion is very important. So you don't want to just every week I hit the same exercises every week. I hit the same exercises. You're going to make progress and progress and progress. And at some point you're just going to plateau. You're just not going to hit any more. You're not going to make any more leaps and bounds. So you got to keep pushing those muscles in different directions and doing different movements and, and, and tricking them, 
you know, switch it up, you know, make yourself very functionally strong. Um, I see a lot of people and, um, you know, teach their own. I see some big fucking bodybuilding motherfuckers that, you know, they, they squats fucking 700 pounds and, and they, they, they bench, you know, 400 pounds and this and this, but like they could barely do a jumping jack. You know what I mean? Like if a building was burning, the chances of them climbing out of that window and down a fire escape fast enough is, is slim. Bill Burr once said, uh, they're obese with muscle. And that's, you know, that's the vibe I get off of a lot of these guys who just push weight. Um, you know, I, I do obstacle course racing. So you see a lot of these people hung up and falling off of rigs and stuff and not being able to go to cross, you know, the monkey bars or this and that the way that I can, um, which took a lot of work. You know, it, it took a lot of work and, and training and, and really trying to fine tune a bunch of different things. There's still people that, I mean, they make me look ridiculous out there. Um, but you know, um, it is harder with a longer frame. A lot of the shorter frame people are able to really move, um, seemingly just like a lot quicker. I don't know what that is. Um, but I've seen some little short motherfuckers just right across those fucking monkey bars. Like it's like they're running, you know what I mean? And, um, I've, you know, made my long arms, um, benefit me when it comes to that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just a different form. It's just a different uh, technique, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's um, – so I'll, I'll run you through some of my stuff. Um, let me see. Um, run you through some of the stuff that I do. Let me see. Where's my app? So I'm going to FitBod. Um Hmm. All right. Uh, okay, new saved workouts. So, like the first kill camp set, here's what I did. Um, so, we're doing medicine ball slams. We're doing supersets. Supersets are very, very beneficial. So, that's when you put two exercises together. A lot of times, the two exercises hit two different muscle groups. So more or less in your rest period, you're hitting a different set of muscles and then you're hitting back at the other muscle, you know? So it's instead of resting, you're working, but the one muscle is resting and sometimes you're doubling up. So you're doing supersets. It just overloads that muscle and really, you know, stresses it out, you know, to the fullest extent. Cause, um, you know, a lot of times like your biggest success on gains and things like that are, are failure. So if you could push it until you can't do anything with that, your, your muscles that it's, you know, it's capacity. Um, so anyway, um, we're doing medicine ball slams or usually I do the farmer walk first. So I'll do the farmer's walk. And I mean, this is probably a good hundred feet. Um, cause mm -hmm. I'm walking like all the way around my yard. Um, so it might be even more than a hundred feet. Um, so I'm loading two buckets um, and again, like, let's break this down to, you know, some things that you can do if you didn't have the weights, because right now you can't find weights. And if you do, they're fucking crazy expensive. So let's talk no gym, no anything like that. So um, buckets, you can get, you know, go to tractor supply, uh, get some heavy duty farm buckets, you know, the five gallon buckets. Um, I mean, water is um, eight pounds a gallon. So. Right there, I mean, you know what I mean? You could stack up some, some good weight in each arm there. I, you can half fill them. You could put sand in there, you know, and figure that shit out. You know, you could grab your scale and, you know, weigh yourself and weigh yourself with the things and figure out exactly what kind of weights you're working with. Carry those motherfuckers around, you know? I mean, that's that's going to work a lot. Um, so now you take those those two buckets... You go walk all the way around back to your starting point and then you put those things down and you go over and you do uh, bag slams. Now, again, if you don't have like a rec bag or anything like that, which I recommend rec bags, 
if you look them up. Um, they're still available too. I mean, I during this thing, I ordered a 35 pound rec bag and and got it in like two days. So again, uh, you know, I mean, they're a little pricey, but they'll last you forever. They're strong, durable. Uh, they can handle a lot being slammed around, thrown around. They got really good weight distribution, so it doesn't bunch up in one end. But you can make your own sandbags, too. Um, so whatever works for you. Um, so And then we're doing slams. So we're coming right out of those carries, um, right into the slams. And, um, you know, you, you're doing three sets of that. Um and then we got uh, burpees into scissor kicks. Now, a burpee, if you don't know what that is, you're going to go from a standing position down to flat on your stomach. I don't care how you get there. You know, eventually you'll come down to uh, when, when you're more advanced in it, you could drop down really quick. Almost like, you know, when you see the wrestling drop downs when a guy runs over it. You, you know, you do those. You drop down, you pop back up, and you just do a little jump. Go all the way down, bring yourself back up, do a little jump. That's a burpee. So now we're doing we're doing uh, eight burpees, and then we're dropping down on our back and doing scissor kicks. So that's just you're laying flat on your back, and you're kicking your legs. You're keeping your legs off the ground, and you're just kicking your legs. Doing 20 reps each side. So 40 total reps. And that's one set. That's that's another super set there. Um, and you're doing three sets of those. Walking lunges. Just do this without weights initially. Um, you know, like you're going into like a kneeling position. And then you step into the other leg of just a kneeling position. You know, sometimes this takes a minute to get your balance down. It doesn't always come easy. But again, compete against yourself. Nobody else, you know. Um, if you have a way that there's like a, any any railing or you could brace yourself up against, you know, the house or whatever, you know, hold your hand on the house and, and fucking, uh, do your walking lunges there. It holds you up while you're doing them. And you know, Hey, it works. So we're doing four sets of those eight reps per leg, 16 total. Um, bear crawls, another excellent thing to add to, your training because it's so full body, you know, so you're basically crawling, but you're not touching your knees to the ground. And that's, that's what you're doing, you know, and, uh, you just, you're just taking it, that shit for a good distance, turn around, head in the other distance, come all the way back, you know? Um, and then that's a superset too. So after you get to your bear crawl there and back, whatever distance you deem is as doable, Again, always push yourself. Um, you're going into a side bridge. So now you're going to set your timer. You're going to lean on one forearm. And you're going to hold your hand on your hip on the one side. And you're just going to hold yourself up. I mean, we do 30 seconds on this. And then you switch 30 seconds on the other side. That's one set. Um, you know, uh, and then we do uh, three sets of mountain climbers. Mountain climbers, you, you know, you're holding your, your hands down like a push-up. And then you just bringing your knees up one, two, one, two, one, two, like, you know, the mountain climbers, uh, you can Google these things if you want, you know, or YouTube, if you don't know what a mountain climber is and, you know, again, 20 reps per leg. So you're doing 40 total and we're doing three sets of those. I finished with battle ropes on this, this specific kill camp. Um, battle ropes i really recommend they're great cardio um they do great for your shoulders um you you could do a lot with these things um so you know if you did you know grab a, a pair of battle ropes you could fucking weigh them down in the middle and then just whip them and i mean these things are really get your heart rate going they're great for your arms for your shoulders um you know depending on the different um angles you do it from you could you could work um, abs, obliques, all sorts of different things the way you whip these things. Um, so I highly recommend those. And we, we deal with five sets of those to finish this particular set. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's 25 seconds per side. So we're going left, right, left, right, left, right, whipping them, trying to make a nice little wave with those ropes. And then the last five seconds, we're just slamming them, both arms up, down, up, down, just like a, you know, like Donkey Kong, fucking slamming them. 
And uh, that's that's uh, the first kill camp set that I put together. Um, so you're hitting pretty much everything. Um, some of these kill camp sets have a lot more weights involved than others. But, you know, we try to hit some abs. We try to hit some arms, shoulders, back, everything. I mean, try to pull it all together. Um, so that's just an example. Right now I have um, five kill camp sets. Um, I've done videos explaining them all. If anyone um, hasn't seen those and want to know more about them or see the videos or something, I'll, I'll find them on my Facebook and I'll send them to you. Um, if you have any questions or alterations you'd like to make or, or something, I can help you figure out something else that might work for you if you don't have this equipment or that equipment. Um, you know, I, I can try to help you, you know, come up with a way to, to make it work. Um, you know, it's always good if you have a little space outside because you could do a lot with that. Um, and, you know, there's so many things you could do with just things around the house and, um, you know, just, just, just cobble something together that'll work. You know, you could look at the big picture of equipment and just, well, I don't have any equipment. I can't, no, you, you can, it's just, you know, it takes some thought and, um, a little bit of creativity. Um, supplements, um, pre-workout will definitely get you going. Stay away from any caffeine. If you're doing, um, I like the gym supplements, J Y M. Uh, they're created by uh, Jim Stepani. Uh, he runs bodybuilding.com and all that. Um, but yeah, if you if you go on there uh, or go on Amazon and uh, the gym supplements, I highly recommend them. Um, stay away from chasing the pre-workout dragon. Um, what I mean by that is you when you first take pre-workout, um, use a half dose for starters, um, stay away from caffeine within, you know, a few hours beforehand for sure. Cause it'll, it'll overload you on caffeine and you'll wind up throwing up or, you know, you won't feel good. Um, so take like a half dose just to figure out how it's going to make you feel and, you know, max out at a full dose straight up. Because when I started this too, you know, you feel this tingly feeling and you get all charged up. You feel like running through a wall. And then as your tolerance gets used to that, you're looking for that feeling again. So now you're taking two scoops and three scoops and you're putting so much caffeine in your body that it's not fucking safe. It's not safe. It's not good for you. You're trying to train your body and you're trying to better yourself. And now all of a sudden you're chasing some kind of feeling and, and <laughs> overloading your body on stimulants. Like that's not what you should be doing. So you got to take it for what it is. If it's not giving you like some insane boost, it is what it is. The other benefits in there that are helping you, uh, helping your muscles through the workout, the amino acids and, and things like that. They're all beneficial to you. So max out at your full dosage, whatever it may be for your pre-workout you choose. Um, there are some post-workouts that you can take that'll help you with recovery. Um, there are um, different proteins. You always want to try to load up on protein after you train because that's what's going to help build the muscle that you've just worked out. Um, amino acids are going to help, um, absorb the protein better and also help with recovery, you know, so you can add some of those to your diet as well. Um, like I said, I use the gym supplements. If you use the gym pre the gym post and the, um, you know, the gym proteins, you're covering all that. You don't need to add any other aminos because it's all included in their pre and post, you know, as a combo. So, um, that's, that's what I think is really good for that. Um, um, obviously, you know, when it comes to training diet is, is pretty important. Um, if you can meal prep, do that. So, you know, you're just taking care of, you're not kind of winging your day and figuring out where you're going to wind up and wind up in fast food parking lots all the time, you know, uh, drive throughs and, uh, you know, try to avoid these things, you know, and, um, you really have to come up with what's going to work for you like permanently because crash diets and stuff like that, they, they're torturous and they, they don't feel good and you're dying to get past it. And you, you, you know, you're wanting and craving these things that you just can't have. So you got to find a way to work things within your diet that are going to actually, it's, that that's going to work that you can have some of the things you like 
and all that. And some people have higher tolerance for things than others. I'm lucky. I have a very high metabolism. So I can handle all the all the sweets and sugars and all of that stuff, and it doesn't affect me badly. Um, the only thing I got to make sure I do is I don't spoil my appetite with things that aren't good for me, and I get the things that are going to help me, you know, gain, you know, my muscle and and uh, all the beneficial stuff. I get that in me first, and I can load up on whatever else afterwards, or you know. As long as I'm getting in the things I'm supposed to get. I Every morning, I eat the same exact breakfast. Every lunch, for the most part, I eat the same exact lunch. Uh, breakfast is six eggs and um, a half a scoop of oatmeal with a little bit of honey in it. That's it. Simple as that. Um, and then lunch, it's, um, it's like baked chicken, grilled chicken, you know, either grilled or baked chicken. With like a half a cup of rice, brown rice preferably. Um, that's that's that. You know what I mean. So you want to get a balance of your protein and your carbs, and uh, you know keep it pretty clean. And that's you know that's and dinner is kind of up in the air. Yeah, you know, I eat all sorts of different things for dinner, and, and like I said, I'm heavy on the fucking snacks. But you know my my metabolism can handle it. The more sugars you take in, you know, the more you know the bloating you're gonna have, and you know it's gonna be harder on you to lose weight if that's your goal. Um, keep in mind that um, the sugars that make fruit sweet, sugar, sugar, you know, it's it's gonna bloat you too. So you can't load up on you know strawberries and grapes and this and this and this and think well it's fruit it's healthy it, it's it's still sugars and the sugars even though they're natural sugars are still going to bloat you it's not it's not going to put you in the clear and be like oh, dude i haven't had any candy i've just had like pounds and pounds of that uh, fruits every day well i mean it's still it's definitely better than candy because all that other artificial colors and this and this aren't in there but the sugars are still sugars so you got to use those things in moderation um, again, you know, you want to try to make something work for you permanently. Um, I've seen the Weight Watchers diet and I, I respect that. I, I feel like it's, um, it's got some good values there because they put you on a, you know, the point system. And if you want to spend all your points on something that ain't worth shit, well, you know, you, you kind of learned your lesson cause you're still going to be hungry. Um, you know, so those you know, that, that kind of gives you like a gauge on, oh, well, I could eat this or I could eat that. Some of those things I don't really buy into, though, when it's like, oh, d bananas are zero points, so I could eat 800 bananas. I'm pretty sure that that's, that's not what you should be doing. You know, like, just because it's zero points doesn't mean you could eat your weight in it, because I'm pretty sure that's going to affect you badly in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, there's at least some good staples to that just based on, it's keeping you accountable for each and everything you eat and recording things. And again, tracking and recording your progress on, on fitness, on, on your dietary things are always very good because you can reflect back on them. Like, where am I going wrong? Where can I improve? What can I try to outdo myself on? And you're, you're continuing to stack up on the progress that you've made. Nobody else. It's, it's all about you. Um, so, uh, that's, I mean, you know, I, I'm no dietitian or anything like that. So I, I can't really give you like a meal plan outside of just, just what I do. But, um, everybody has different needs and mine are very different from a lot of people who are trying to lose weight. I've never been in the school of trying to lose weight. Um, I've, I was a skinny guy my whole life. No one had ever looked at me and said that I was any kind of muscular or anything. So now like I'm doing races and people are going like, Oh yeah, this is a rough obstacle coming up. Oh, you'll be fine. Cause you got a big upper body. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that, that shit like that just feels fucking different to me because I, you know, I never had that. So when I start to make progress and, you know, build this muscle and that muscle and I see this definition, I see this a little bit of size. I, I, I like that very much because it's something I, I always struggled with, you know? Um, so, um, trying to think of what other things I could hit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty basic, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, I think to, to summarize, keep focusing on yourself. Um, don't set, don't set anything to, don't set the table too big or you're not going to show up for it unless you have the right appetite. 
And some days you do and some days you don't. So if you set the table too big, you're not going to show up on a lot of days where the, where the, the, the hunger is just not there. Um, set the table small. And then once you get there, you could double down, you know, and I'm talking about fitness wise, not the actual dinner table. I'm saying, you know, you go in and you know that you have this to get done and you go in like, all right, just let me accomplish this. And then once you start going, you're like, I'll throw in another couple reps. I'll throw in another set. I'll throw in another this. I'll throw in another that. But that minimal that you put on the table to take care of, you know you can handle that. You know you can go in and you know you can crush that. So set that shit up for yourself so that way it's not discouraging. You know, sometimes you look at the big picture and you're like, dude, I got 18 fucking exercises to get through. There's no way you don't do that, you know, because that that might be a killer workout if you get through it that day. But you're going to dread even starting to do it the next time, you know, so you you really want to set it for yourself that you can just push really hard at the things you set out for yourself. My kill camp exercises have basically been something along the lines of 10 exercises each. Um, I have um, five kill camp um, sets here and I'm looking at them and. Three of them have 10 exercises. Two of them have nine exercises. And I, I'm telling you, like, we have pushed these fucking things until you're sore as hell. And um, that's that's the move. You know what I mean? So a couple supersets, a couple single sets, you know, and, and you get that shit done. Um, some things to recommend as far as, like, things about... Um, resistance bands are good um you can get yourself a resistance bands on amazon or wherever um rec bags are great um battle ropes are great um get yourself a kettlebell if you can kettlebells are a huge shortage right now i'm actually waiting on three kettlebells right now that uh were supposed to arrive a couple days ago and have decided that they're delayed now which is crazy because nothing was available. And then I, I found these and it was like, oh, they're available. Okay, they shipped. And then it's like, yeah, they should be here by the end of the day. And then it's like, ah, oh, it's uh, it's running a little late. Now I'm thinking like, was this shit even available to begin with? So I don't know. Uh, in a day or two, I'll just be getting my money back if I don't get kettlebells. But, you know, uh, kettlebells are a good thing to do, you know, um, uh, you know, it's, it's good to get yourself some dumbbells. Um, dumbbells are, are very beneficial. Um, barbells work well, too. Um, dumbbells are beneficial because your body, your core, has to stabilize both arms in order for you to do the exercise, where a barbell will help compensate, you know, for the instability, you know, in the core or whatever. Um, you know, it definitely helps other things, but it... Um, it allows you to, you know, kind of rely on, on that as one piece where, you know, two dumbbells, you have to independently control both of those things. So it definitely engages a lot more of your core and and the rest of, you know, your, your body in order to keep those things going in the direction they're supposed to go independently. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, uh, you know, they, like I said, uh, you'll find so many different things, gadgets, contraptions, uh, the ab wheels, you can get yourself an ab wheel. They're not bad to have, but just think like, that's the same motion of uh, a rolling pin or something, you know, like that's the same thing. Um, there, there's different things like that that you really, you just got to innovate. You just got to look at the movement and figure out exactly what they're doing and go, Oh, I could do that by doing this, you know? And, um, yeah, I, I hope, uh, this stuff has helped some people. I, uh, just wanted to throw this out there and then, uh, you know, cause some people requested me, me doing this, but, uh, I, I also found, um, the obstacle course races as an excellent goal as an adult, you know? Um, once you get past high school, I unfortunately, you know, missed the window on doing any athletic stuff because I, I just, I was discouraged from it my whole, um, you know, teenage years. No one ever geared me that way. 
And I had no idea that I had any kind of athletic ability until I was 18 years old. And I went up north. I ended up hooking up with actually athletes. And, you know, once I started hanging out with them and they were actually doing these different things scholastically, I, I was able to fucking, you know, play a little street football and and basketball and and, and fucking racing people and, and boxing people and all of this stuff. So, you know, it uh, you know, it, it definitely benefited me to, to be around other people that were that type of thing that accepted me and that that kind of started me knowing that I can do things athletically. So, um, now the obstacle course races, obviously not now, now in the pandemic, but obstacle course races were a great way for me to measure what I've done all year. So every summer I have a handful of races and I could throw myself at them and see what I've accomplished. And all year I train and train and train and train. And then I got like five, six races and I throw myself at those and see what I've accomplished. And then I try to better myself on it for the next year. And it gives you something to do. And I highly recommend them. They have a lot of races that are just five K's, which is just three miles. And, um, take it at your pace. Some of these things, just, just make yourself, uh, a goal to just complete them. That's it. Just worry about completing it. Don't even worry about, um, you know, beating any time or anything. Compete with yourself. It's something you haven't even done before. If it takes you all fucking day, complete that race. Do a, a Spartan um, Spartan Stadium sprint. The Spartan Stadium races are beautiful because, I mean, there's a lot of fucking stairs. I'll tell you first thing first, uh, you're going to run a lot of fucking stairs. But, look. You'll go into, uh, you know, a baseball stadium. You'll go into uh, City Field in New York, which I've done that one a couple of times. Beautiful. It's like, you know, you're in the stadium where these baseball players play. You're running on the field. You know, you, you run around the fucking the foul line. You, you know, you run in and out of their locker room, and they have you doing little push-up joints in their fucking locker room. Where you, you know, these, these guys are all right. You're running down the backstage halls. You're running up and down the bleachers. You're running all over the place. You're climbing a rope, you, do, you know. And it's it's cool because, like, you, you're so much, like, behind the scenes. Like, any other time I've gone to, like, a baseball stadium, there's baseball going on. There's something else going on, and it's packed with people. The only people here are running the thing that you're running. And I've seen people who are morbidly obese at that. And I respect the shit out of them because they're pushing themselves to do something they're not built to do. But their mind is saying that, yo, I could do this shit. Your mind is stronger than your body will ever fucking be. And you'll realize that you can push yourself a lot further than you think you can if you just set yourself to it. Right, you, you'll be like, I can't fucking do that. I'm not in shape to do that. If you set your fucking mind, like, you know, you have a grudge against somebody or or somebody fucking doubted you that you want to prove wrong, you'll suddenly come up with that energy, right? That's what you have to convince yourself without anybody else doubting you, you know? You've doubted yourself, now you turn it around and, and you fucking, you know, you go crush some shit. You can absolutely do it. You know, you, you say you can't, you don't think you can, well, that you're already heading in the wrong direction. You got to be able to start where you start, and that's got to be good enough. And then you, you try to top that. That's it. That's it. It's just, it's one step at a time. You got to walk before you can crawl or crawl before you go walk, you know, do it the other way around. Now. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you got to walk before you bear crawl. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking now. I'm just fucking spinning things upside down. This is not the, uh, the direction you need, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I recommend the, the, the obstacle course races. Like I said, maybe you're not ready to, you know, absolutely crush a, a Spartan beast, which believe me, they're, they're a motherfucker, but, uh, you know, go, go grab a 5k obstacle race, like, um, rugged maniacs, really fun. Um, lot of obstacles, short amount of distance, you know, again, it's three plus miles, which, you know, to somebody who hasn't done it before might be a lot of distance, but you can walk through the motherfucker if you want. Nobody's telling you anything, you know, no one's telling you, you can't take it at your pace. Do what you got to do, you know what I mean? Uh, but it, it gives you something to strive for, you know? Start training now. We ain't fucking racing for shit. So you got a whole year. And just push yourself to even be in one. Just one, you know? And, and that's it. 
um, like I said, crush those burpees. Um, a lot of like the Spartan races, Spartan races have, um, uh, burpee penalties. So if you can't finish that obstacle or you don't think you can, you could just do burpees as your penalty and just continue on with your race. Most races don't have the penalties, but Spartan races are real, you know, tough that way. So they, they try to like make sure that you're pushing yourself even through the things that, you know, you can't do. Um, so you can't just like run around every obstacle and just be like, oh, I did a Spartan race, like mm, kind of sort of, bro. But um, but yeah, even if you're not doing that, it's good to set some kind of goals. I'm sure there's other things you could strive for and everything. Um, but you know, I I found that as a good lane for me. I can't wait to get back to it next year. Hopefully, you know everything comes back together. And um, yeah, so I think that's about it. Um. If anybody else has any other questions or any other, you know, things they, they'd like me to cover, I mean, feel free to hit me up. I'm more than willing to, you know, help you with anything personally or, um, you know, if you uh, want me to cover something on the show, I could just add it to another one of my uh, regular podcasts, I'm sure. Um, I, I think I covered most of the ground that I would have to cover here, but you got to stay determined. You got to... Uh, you know, you, you got to get that fucking focus and t- take whatever anger you have from your day, whatever disappointment you have, any type of motherfucker you'd love to show what what the deal is. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you got that enemy or that person you can't fucking stand. Put that motherfucker in your head and push those fucking weights, push those exercises, push whatever you're pushing. Just just drive yourself through it. Working out the body, working out the physical helps a lot with the mental. It helps a ton with your mental focus and just your uh, stress levels go way down. Uh, you'll tell yourself you're too tired to work out, you're too tired to work out, and then you start working out, and a lot of times you start waking up with more energy. It's weird how that works, but you're actually putting out more physical effort and then ended up with more physical energy in, in result of that. And sometimes it takes a little time because it'll beat the shit out of you for you know, a little bit. But before you know it, if you can get yourself used to that soreness and craving that soreness, you know, I went from waking up feeling like I got hit by a truck because of alcoholism and I, I would go back in every day and just keep punishing myself and punishing myself. So now if I turn that into that soreness that I'm used to feeling and that just becomes a regular thing and that muscle soreness is off of based, uh, based off of me pushing myself, well, then that, that's a positive thing. And that's something that's okay to be, you know, get comfortable with. So that's like i said that's all i got um hope to, uh, somebody somewhere benefits from this and uh i'll talk to y'all motherfuckers later peace